Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. All right, guys, before we jump into the show, I want to let you know that people are what make Ball special. Yes, we're talking about Ball Arena, Ball Aerospace, and of course, Ball, the can production plant that produced over 101 billion cans last year. And they want more cans, so they're hiring production technicians. You can read the full description and apply for the production technician job at jobs.ball.com. And go ahead and search for golden. Okay, so what does a production technician do exactly? The position is a front line of the aluminum beverage can production process at Ball's Plants. The company offers a competitive $27.39 per hour salary with the increase of uh, at 6, 12, and 18 months on the job. It offers exposure to a lot of other manufacturing opportunities at the plant as well. The production technician role touches on the other stages of production, making aluminum cans and ends. So there you go. Great job available over at Ball, and they have full-time jobs with benefits, 401k, all that stuff. Zach's Aunt Julie works over there. She has nothing but great things to say about Ball. It's a great company, so text 77222-GOLDEN. Text GOLDEN to 77222, or go to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. Check out the production technician opening over at Ball. dnvr and we are live from studio a the a stands for average because in the denver market right now the broncos are four and four the nuggets are four and four and the abs are four four with an ot loss so four four and one yeah i was at the game last night uh the abs game and i thought we were gonna have a have one to remember forever yeah that would have been sweet. Yep. It was a stolen point, though. It was a stolen. I had point. no business. Getting I didn't that have one. that perspective <laughs> in yeah. the moment. <laughs> I, uh, not to turn this into an Avs podcast, but the Avs not understanding that like the point of overtime is to possess the puck, kill like it destroys the insides. Of my <laughs> <laughs> are the how are the insides doing now? Terrible. Ugh. Terrible. Uh, anyways, uh, we're presented by MSU Denver Online. <laughs> MSUDenver.edu/slash/online, where you can scope out all they have to offer and you could be more than average at msu denver and you can work more than average at msu denver because of course msu denver students work twice as many uh, hours as any other college institution so if you're looking to maintain that full-time job while getting an education msu denver is the place for you all right boys um let's jump in here and start to break down can the broncos be better than average after this week mm. but before we do that 
We've got another A. The A stands for Aaron. Mm. Aaron Rodgers. Lion Aaron. Did he lie, though? He did. He, I think he's deceiving Aaron. Uh-uh. No, and he could have been deceiving Aaron, but when asked, have you been vaccinated, he said, yeah, I've been immunized. Yeah, and there's some so crazy... So he said, yeah. That's the key. It's Yeah, but also... Fair enough, fair enough. But also, I mean, you, you have violations of protocol in plain day because but the, if he's not vaccinated, he can't do an indoor press conference without wearing a mask. We do realize though like the NFL and the Packers are complicit in all this, right? Yeah, yeah, right. and absolutely. But, yeah. Well, but who's, yeah, who's that, covering it up? That's the thing. Now, what the NFL Everyone. is yeah. coming out and saying is at first it seemed like they kind of backed him up. Like, yeah, we knew. But now they're saying, "Well, wait, that responsibility was on the Packers to make sure he was following protocols. Now we'll look into this just like with the Broncos last year, they were supposed to be the ones making sure everyone was wearing masks. When they found out, when there was a whistleblower that said, hey, you might want to check out the quarterback's room. When they told that to the NFL, the NFL stepped in. So now that Aaron Rodgers... The Broncos tried to rat on themselves because they thought it would lessen the punishment. <laughs> and that did not happen. Well, that never works, kids. No. <laughs> Just lie. Well, here's the thing, though. You ha- when you, you Does think Aaron ab- Rodgers agree? You think about the internal whistleblower with the Broncos... Well, it was a whistleblower in 2010 that brought the videotaping stuff to light regarding Josh McDaniels and Steve Skarnecchia and led to change. So whistleblower is not a bad word over at Broncos headquarters. Yeah. So I'm just saying that the culture would say, yeah, okay, if, if you see something that is is askew, blow the whistle. Right. And um, that got them the Kendall Hinton game. So good for well, them. no, but I mean, who's responsible for it? Is it the whistleblower or the, or the quarterbacks who are putting their contact tracers in the corners of the room trying to deceive and then lying about it? That's the thing. I don't blame the whistleblower. I blame the action. Speaking for sure. Of, I'm just yeah. saying teams all over the league were doing stuff like that, and they just weren't telling on themselves. And and now that Aaron Rodgers is, it's come out that that the everyone knows now. Now the NFL is going to have to look into it. But Ryan, to your point, the Packers were backing him up in in doing all of this, and the NFL because the NFL deemed him unvaccinated when he applied to have probably one of Shailene's home meds <laughs> count as his vaccination. I read yesterday she like believes that she can create her own medicine. Does she and- believe in do your own surgery? I don't know. Yes. Has Aaron had any surgeries recently? Probably not since Probably. he's known her. I don't know. I mean, I mean football players are just surgeries. having surgeries. Yeah. I, all I mean, I know he had, didn't he have a procedure a few years ago when he was having, when he was injured? I thought he had some procedure. But were they together? Oh, no. no. Right, right, no. right. So. Um, so anyways, yeah. Uh, so the NFL also knew this and like, couldn't they have levied punishment upon Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. for not wearing his mask on the sideline, et cetera, et yeah, cetera? Yeah, sure. They could have. Um, yep. Um, so, so wait, a couple things here. One, I saw a lot of people like actually, I saw Bomani Jones specifically was saying like the media is at fault here for be- for believing oh, or at some fault on. here, not at fault, but at some fault here for believing what he said. Like it was very obvious, and I, he also pointed out like I think pro football talk was on this right away. I, I didn't, I don't remember ever mm-hmm, seeing that. No, I don't either. But that's absolutely ridiculous because of course it's easier to say that after the fact. Well, look how sketchy he was with that. But then what if when we ask Teddy or any other player and they say, yeah, are we supposed to say, you lying? You lying, bro? About, we do mean, everything? do you have the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine? Was it J&J, Moderna, <laughs> yeah, Pfizer? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I mean, if we assume that they're lying about 
this, do you have to assume they're lying about everything? And at that point, like, how can you know? Why even have a press conference if yep. it's going? If That's it's going absurd. to? If you have? If by Bomani Jones's assertion, you have to assume that they're lying about everything. Well, no, and he was just I, saying. And like I don't want to. I don't want to live in that world. I'm not ready for that. He world was yet. just saying like it was clear that he used the language to like get out of it. Bomani's on. Uh, um, on uh, what's it called? What's the show? I don't know. What, he's not really on many shows anymore. Oh, is he not? He was on. Oh my gosh! Why can't I think of this? I watched it like when I around was around the up. horn. Yes, around the horn. I'm gonna ding him down a couple of notches yeah, a couple for that points one. Points for that yeah. one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's also other like very obvious red flags, mm. like Shailene, <laughs> um, Miles Teller, Teller, who they were, you know, doing whatever they were doing in yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, was unvaccinated and then brought. COVID to like a movie set cost uh, the studio oh, millions of dollars. Oh, so wow. who's influencing whom? Is it Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley influencing yes. Aaron Rodgers or is he influencing them? I think it's the other way around. Uh, yeah, recently he's he's become a different type of person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you change friend groups in high school. <laughs> right. And it's pretty obvious. Yeah, all of a sudden you've got long hair and you're... You know, smoking in the car on the way in. (laughs) That's what it looks like he's doing. It does. It does look like (laughs) Let me ask you guys this, though. I mean, we we see that either that he is at least to some degree lying, wouldn't you say? Yes, I think so. Yes, at the very least deceiving, which is a close cousin. Does that make you not want him to be a Bronco, not want to pursue him? I know where Ryan's going No, it doesn't change my mind. It doesn't. I mean, it was a, like, douchey thing to do. Um, And... What he did, though, is he he mostly just lied to the public, um, which literally George Payton did like two days ago. <laughs> now, it's a much more sensitive topic than do you believe in your head coach? Um, but people, I mean, athletes lie to the media. I mean, somewhere right now, athletes are lying to the media. My question is, did he lie to his teammates? I because I don't believe that he could have told them the truth and that it didn't get out until now i just don't believe that 90 guys back in training camp and now 53 wouldn't that wouldn't slip somehow so i think and maybe i'm wrong but i think that he lied to them and if he lied to them oh my gosh we're talking about just terrible leadership since the start of this calendar year from aaron Rodgers. fair 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 and so that does make me think twice about wanting him i mean at least kirk cousins isn't lying i mean he's not vaccinated but he wasn't lying about it and say this for cole beasley i mean we can mock him all we want beasley has been honest about what he has said and what he believes right and what he did but here's what uh, yeah absolutely here's what i would say is according to the packers now again the nfl is going to look all into this aaron has been following protocols for non-vaccinated vaccinated players in the facility not at the press conferences i mean that's the thing right. we have, so we know the we have literally are. right we literally have the evidence on camera right because yeah. and the halloween party which he was heavily pictured at uh, <laughs> so <laughs> fair enough i don't think um i don't think i don't think he was lying to his teammates just because like the nfl deemed him unvaccinated they knew the packers knew um uh, if he was though yes that changes everything mm, and uh, because you made a really funny comment yesterday and we were talking off air about this, just about how willing you would want Aaron Rodgers. Does it, does it make you hesitate if, if his, if his teammates said no, or does it make you say no? It makes you hesitate. Okay. Um, Mm. It can't be a hard no. 
And Ryan, the reason is because outside of that first game of the season, when he was terrible, there was no question about it. In the past seven games, 68% completion, 250 yards per game, 17 passing touchdowns to one interception, two rushing touchdowns. I mean, that is so hard to say no to. There are much, much worse things that much, much lesser football players have been forgiven for. That's true. It's very true. Now, the question is, does it change your compensation package that you'd be willing to give? Because I think we were all on the same page. You can give whatever before this season. Now he's a year older. There's more questions about his leadership. He's more... Might be a whack job. (laughs) And there could be Russell Wilson available. Right. So there and could be that, another option here. I mean, and Deshaun Watson potentially if, if he's he, cleared right. and stuff. Poten- if if you have the options of Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, you go Russell Wilson regardless. Because he's younger. He's yep. younger, larger window. Not as big of a whack job. We don't know how much of a whack job. <laughs> yeah. Um, just does like weird videos in, in bed. Sells water that cures oh, he the does. He does concussions. That? Yeah. He did it. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh, these guys. <laughs> TV 12 started all this. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> Peyton, Peyton's weird thing was just he was just like had the most crazy work ethic and demanded the most out of people. Like, like he's funny drinking. marks on his forehead. <laughs> right. Yeah, but like he's drinking. But I mean, he drinks Budweiser. Right, I mean, right, right. Where, you That's know. the type of did you crazy see, quarterback you um, want. I think that was done on purpose. Josh Allen didn't directly say Bud Light. On their uh, when he joined the Monday Night Football crew, he called it Blue Light. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> In reference to Peyton? Yeah, he was like, uh, or, or like, I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, so Peyton was saying that um, Josh Allen came and hung out with the Mannings at the Masters, which is just like, That's so cool. <laughs> How is he not the quarterback? Right, dude? right. Uh, he was hanging out with the Mannings at the Masters, and Peyton was like, yeah, you and Patrick Mahomes drank all of our beers. <laughs> and he, I think uh, Josh Allen said something along the lines of like, yeah, well, they were blue lights. Like, so <laughs> Maybe quick. he's got a deal with, with right. like a... That's what right. I mean. Oh, right. yeah. That's exactly. what I think. Like, There's some Western New York brewery that he has a right. marketing deal with, and he can't say the name, but... I mean, anyways, can we get 45 year old Peyton back? No, because like four, 38 year old Peyton wasn't there. <laughs> I know. God. I um, miss him. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking about the beers Josh Allen could crush. Oh, my God. Light beers. Oh, I think I, I think he could get to 20 easy. I think so, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's he might even be pushed toward Wade Boggs territory. <laughs> what was Wade Boggs? Well, the legend is that he chugged 64 Miller Lights. <laughs> on a charter flight from Boston to Anaheim when the Red Sox were playing the Angels, and he's referred to it as, quote, a few Miller Lights, unquote. 64, that feels like a big number in baseball. What, was that a home run record at one point? No, no. I mean, it was for a long time it was 61. Okay, okay. And it was 60 before that. 64, not really a big baseball number. Just, you know, it's the NCAA tournament. It's a mm. eight times eight. The former NCAA tournament. Yeah, it, for a while. It's, Speaking of liars... Yeah. Wade Bog, I guess. Yeah, exactly. No way. But um, Alex Lewis, former Colorado Buffalo, then Nebraska Cornhusker, so we don't claim him anymore, um, was said to have drank 21 shots. Oh. And then assaulted someone. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's that's what happens when you get over that <laughs> yeah. 20 mark. The, yeah. the late John Tierling, former Broncos D line coach, he would have a lot of beers on flights after games back when. You, kind of like in the way Boggs era, you could get beers on the plane after games. 
his theory was that you could drink yourself sober. That if you had an mm, not true, kids. like it's like yeah, going around the true, world. Kids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like like you know, eventually you're up so late it's early. Yeah, he's like it's a little known fact, but you can drink yourself sober. <laughs> wow, definitely not true. <laughs> if a lot of those drinks are water, he's got a point. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even then, I mean, I guess yeah. Over time, <laughs> right. it would be faster be- if you drink be- enough water. Beers on team flights home. Especially after wins, what an era! It was wild. It, it, yeah. it was wild. You, have I ever told the? I've got some, I, the I'm Woody not going to say it here. I've got some good stories. I bet you do. <laughs> I told the Woody Page Lyle Alzado story. No, no. Um, I th- I think I can tell us Woody told this to my class when I was in college. So <laughs> probably I, I think he's game. uh cool with it. Um, he said that. So obviously, you know, the media used to go on the team plane. He used to sit next to Lyle Alzado, and him and Lyle got super drunk. But Lyle passed out. Woody got so drunk that he threw up <laughs> on Lyle Alzado. <laughs> but when Lyle Alzado woke up, he was just like, oh, dude, like you were passed out and you got sick on yourself. And he just totally bought it. <laughs> wow. I wonder if Lyle ever knew. Probably not. Maybe right now. Not possible. <laughs> uh, okay. Put a bow on this in or out on Aaron Rodgers. Does it change? I'm you got to know if he lied to his teammates. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 more out than in. Really? Yep. If it comes out that his teammates all knew, then I'm I'm more back in. in. Same thing. I mean, if he lied to his teammates, I'm more thinking Russ or bust. And as in bust, that means going into the draft. Isn't it funny how one action can just kind of change your view of things like, um, Aaron Rodgers, like, little smirk that he does on the field. That was, like, cute. Now it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we view it in new light now. I mean, honestly, after we learned everything about what went on in the quarterback room last Thanksgiving week leading to the team playing without quarterback quarterbacks that week, I I don't think I think of any of those – Drew Locke, Blake Bortles, Brett Rippon, any of those guys the same way. Crazy that uh, Blake is the, now going to the Packers. The only thing that I think less of is just their intelligence. Because mm, they th- do they think everyone else is stupid? Yeah, I mean, just the thought that they, they're like, let's take out. Like, they, they think so they can dumb. get over. That is true because there are, cam- as you guys know, there are cameras everywhere. Like literally in the media room, when I I go in one of the back, I, the back tables because I like to have a little bit of quiet, there's a camera, a little thing right above where I sit, yep. right? There are cameras all over that facility. If you thought you could do that and get away with it, then there's a there's a there's a right. lack of intelligence it's, there. It's, and, it's, but the thing immaturity, is, quarterback it's though as a position, a leadership position, requires intelligence and requires maturity. Yep. That and you don't you don't a lot of trust from your teammates. Right. That you don't look. You don't need that from a wide receiver. You don't need that from a nose tackle. The weirdest part of me is like, why did they care about? being close to each other uh, i don't know that's just weird <laughs> it's a great question <laughs> uh anyways should we get to our broncos wait are you in or out uh right now i'm in i You're would in. be out if we if it came out that none of his teammates knew that's gotta eventually I would be come out right less less in, yeah. less in. <laughs> fair, fair, we live fair. in a different world now than we did a few days ago like they said in draft day right a lot yeah. has happened in this in the past in the nfl in the, in the past couple 96 of days. hours yeah Gosh. yeah the yeah i mean the the Henry Rugg story, like, 
it just messes. It, it keeps it, coming to like it, yeah. it, I like get a pit in my stomach. Yeah, just like once every couple hours, I think about it. It like hurts, and it's really hard to even comprehend. Yeah. the details of it, and Wait, so so sad. Did you read that in the story in the Las Vegas Review Journal about some of the details of like the crash and what happened? Yeah, I mean, I, it's mean, I just horrified. I, I started crying. Really yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just so so sad. Uh, above all, just for the family of the young girl. Yeah. Yes. That's um, what I mean. And then the I mean, you can just peel back layers of just other tragic things that are happening there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, the, it just like it's really stick. It's really stuck with me on it, and I hate it. Um. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Let's, let's transition into this Broncos game. Broncos, Cowboys. And no one is giving these Broncos a chance. Justin Simmons, um, feeling better than most. He says he, he is. you know, is ready to go prove everyone wrong. Um, you know, says the only way that they can show people that they aren't tanking is by going out there and proving it on the field. I gotta admit, I like the quote. Love the quote, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily make me think they're going to win this. But I think I feel better about the Broncos here than most people. I think you just get an inspired Broncos team. Okay, okay. I like mm-hmm. that. And players rallying around each yep. other. I was trying to think of this comp the other day, and I was like, I feel like this has happened before, but I can't remember where. It finally came to me yet, uh, last night as I was at the Avs game. Now, it's different. Matthew Shane and Von Miller are not uh, comparable as players. Right. But the effect, I think, you can mm-hmm. be referenced. Matt Duchesne was supposed to be, you know, the star player of the team who was not really delivering, but everyone else was kind of looking to him. And I think there's a little bit of a similarity there in this last stage of Vaughn that we saw where it's like, okay, that's supposed to be our best player. He wasn't always playing like the best player. And there's just like a mental switch that I think can flip for, for these Broncos players that's no longer like he's our best player. It's I'm our best player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and several guys could be feeling that that right. way this weekend. I, so right. I think that could potentially kick in. Or it could very much go the other way where they're like, oh, if they're punting on the season, so am I. Well, <laughs> right. That's right. the interesting thing because yesterday on the radio we had Todd Davis on. And this is, like, this is what he said. This is a direct quote. When you start trading away your best players, you're not necessarily thinking about winning right now. That's how I viewed it. I know I talked to some guys in the locker room, and I know that's how they feel about it too. Mm. I mean, no one said, no yeah. one could possibly be in the locker room being like, "Oh, traded away Vaughn. Looks right. like we're going for it all." So the question <laughs> right. is, right. if you're playing, maybe you, if you feel like the organization has checked out on you, what's your motivation? Are you personal? It's motivation. personal. It's yeah. That but could be dangerous, though, in can. a bad way, and or it could be right. a good thing. Now, could, they could, in the locker room, if they come together as a team, right. They could. it could be like, well, look, the community doesn't believe in us, right. fans don't believe in us, not even our own front office believes in us, but we believe in ourselves. Yep. And that's where, I mean, it's kind of major league. Major league, yeah, yes. exactly. You know, like, uh, hey, the Ted owner, Lasso even he, yeah, exactly. The owner doesn't believe in us, but we believe in ourselves. Right. And that's where you might, I mean, it's possible you might get a really inspired game on Sunday. Yeah, it would be the players yeah. r- rallying around each other and yep. saying, F everyone else. We're going to do yeah. this on our own. And Ryan, really quick on that Justin Simmons quote, very opposite from what Von Miller was like just two weeks ago, isn't it? Justin said, you know, I, I'm very confident in us, but 
I know, and he said this multiple times, I know we're going to have to prove it on the field. We're going to have to prove it on the field. We're going to, Vaughn was all talk in that, in that uh, press conference leading up to that Thursday night game. Uh, and so I wonder if that's intentional at all, uh, or if that's just Justin being here for year after year when they're all so confident in each other, and then it just never works out. And Justin, you know, he's in a really unique position because... I think if you're going by default, you would say he is the face of the franchise right now. But I think a lot of people are saying there is no face of the franchise. So he's in a unique position to go play his best football, which, by the way, he did last week. Stay on that train Mm -hmm. and really start to get people to rally around him. Um, And I think he already has, uh, you know, ultimate respect in that locker room. And obviously he's beloved by the fan base. But he can he has an opportunity here to take himself to the next level and truly become that face of the franchise. He does. He does. So at least for now. How much do you believe in the rallying? Do you think they win? No. <laughs> okay. I think that they keep it close. Okay. So I think they cover. Okay. Um and right now, guys, the line is at ten. I think when I first saw it on DraftKings it was eight. Then literally um two minutes later it was already at nine. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um you got to hope that Dak is a little bit hobbled. It could be. Um, you got to hope that, you know, we talked about the game plan yesterday, but you got to hope that your secondary goes out there and makes plays for you. You got to hope that everyone is saying, let's play for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that, Russ? <laughs> for Russ? <laughs> let's, let's play for Russ. Uh, whoever, gets the, whoever gets this win gets Russ next year. Um, no, it, it's, it's up to Teddy and Justin and those guys to get those guys rallied around. This is about us. Um, and if we win, we don't have to pay back Von Miller. <laughs> I'll so, flip the bill. So score. Yeah. Uh, so score is going to be 27-24 um, Cowboys. Man, that, that's moral victory right there. It would be going on the road right after you trade Von. It's a good mm-hmm. moral victory. I don't – I'm not as high on the Cowboys as, like, the rest of the world. Yeah. So it's not a moral victory oh, for me. Oh, okay. 30-23. to 23. Okay. Oh, so they cover. They cover. Hey, All right. good teams win. Great teams cover. Whoever came up with that <laughs> phrase forgot a part. It's supposed to be good teams I know. win. Great teams win and cover. <laughs> right, exactly. We're cleaning everything, <laughs> anything we can here. I mean, you know, we're off the Titanic, and we got all we got is our life find... ve- vest. We're looking for a door. Going to insist that Rose can let somebody else on. I mean, that's where we are here. Yikes. Yeah, I uh, I guess in this instance, I think the Cowboys are a great team. Okay. I think it's going to be tough sledding for the Broncos, and I'm I think we're going to have a blowout, thirty-eight to seventeen. Oof, yeah. they're getting Fetty whopped. Yeah, yeah, they're getting Fetty whopped. Oh, so they get, no. They're giving up thirty-eight. Yeah. Now Dallas has a really good offense, no doubt. Yeah. But uh, giving up thirty-eight, man, that's going to be if if that happens then the heat on Vic's going to be at 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be the, – the heat's going to be on Pat. The heat's going to be on, on Vic. The heat's going to be everywhere. I don't like the way that graphic no, looks. No, I really – I really <laughs> – I mean, I think I speak for everyone, Aww. but I really don't like the Cowboys. That's sickening. Um, yeah, I hate the Cowboys. Maybe I meant 38-17 Broncos. Oh, there yeah. you go. So if Macer I's score happens, we basically come on the postgame show and say, like, yeah – that's probably a, what should have happened. And it was a good effort. Right, yeah, yep. they put up a good effort. Mm-hmm. If what you said happens, we're probably saying, like, did they quit? Are they done? Yeah. Are, yeah. Did they say, Vaughn's out, we're out? Should yeah. Vic Fangio be fired tonight? And not yeah. it's not just going to be Pat Shermer. It's going to be both of them. Should, be, should they be fired tonight, or do you wait 
seven days until after they play the Eagles and you're on your bye. Because, you know, it's a 10-point spread. So if you lose by 10 or even 13, yeah. you're saying, like, yeah, that's what everyone expected to happen. Yep. You lose by 21. Yep. You got your doors blown off. Uh, and a lot of questions have to be asked. It means yep. you're just non you're once again non-competitive against a really good team. You weren't competitive against Baltimore. You weren't competitive against Las Vegas. And also, like, it shouldn't be this way, but there's an idea in my head that, like, Vic Fangio, the old um, defensive guru, should be able to hold his own against the young kid in Kellen Moore. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, that you know, age has nothing to do with this. There's just something about, like, if you get embarrassed by a kid, how old is Kellen Moore? He's a kid. Like 32? Well, he, well, he was the yeah. quarterback when they won. Double his age? Was he, the, was he the quarterback when they won the Fiesta Bowl, or was he the next quarterback? He was the next quarterback. That was Jared Zabransky. That's right. Impressive. 33. Thank you. Okay. Mm. Zabransky. Wow, man. I forgot about him. Yeah. Redhead, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ian. Ian Johnson. Ian Johnson, who mm. then proposed yeah, yeah, right on after. the sidelines. I, you know what? I often wonder what happened to Ian Johnson and his wife, how their life turned out. Because, I mean, that's like. Not something I've ever wondered. Well, no, but it's sort of like a like a real life version of uh, of Everybody's All American. I don't know if you ever saw that movie mm. back. It was actually it involved the Denver Broncos because Gavin Gray near the end of his career was a Denver Bronco. But it's mm. like you know you had you know the football hero and the you know you know pretty girl the pretty girl on campus and they get married but life didn't really turn out as they expected. Mm. So that's why I find myself wondering: was it? Is it like everybody's all American, or did Ian Johnson and his bride actually do actually have a happy ending and happy life? I'd like to think that you know <laughs> he, t he cashed a couple NFL paychecks. I know that part, uh, and then bought a house. You know, went back up up okay. north to Lake Coeur d'Alene, <laughs> just you know near Boise, and he is now a they do uh, live in Boise. A fly fisherman. He's a, mm. a, a, a what do you call those guys who take people fly fishing? Guy? No, a um, Guy? A guide. A guide, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Maybe he's John Elway's guide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Up there in Idaho. Yep, that's, I imagine him with his, you know, he's got his waders on <laughs> and a nice little hat. According to Wikipedia, he is an insurance agent. Oh, that would have been he's my He's a motivational guess. speaker and personal coach and uh, married with a daughter. Still married with a daughter. Hell yeah. That's a great ending to that it's story. not confirmed if it's the same woman, but. No, it is. It is. It is, it is it confirmed. Is. Let's go. Let's go. That makes me happy. Ending on a happy note. Exactly. He's, he's, on, he's on Twitter, but it doesn't look like he's been active in a couple of years. Um, his last tweet was... Don't say anything political. His, his last tweet from 2019 <laughs> Don't was... Don't ruin this for me. For, for restaurants, retail stores, medical offices, and more, call to me to talk about your small business insurance needs. So as of 2019, he was still in the insurance mine. Let's go. Yeah. I like this. Happy ending to the first segment. That makes me happy. Uh, also and got a... you want... Oh, yeah. If no, you want to have no. a happy ending, come <laughs> yeah, down exactly. to the DNVR bar, uh, where pretty much uh, any of uh, any of our burgers taste like a happy ending. Oh, wow. Hey, what do those taste like? Actually, that probably, you probably don't want to <laughs> taste that. Feels oh, like a happy easy. ending while oh, you're eating okay. it. Okay? Yeah, that's yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can also you know get any Breck brew, 22 ounces for the price of 16, if you're a member. Um, we're going to have a big, big weekend ahead of us. Mm. Saturday is like an all day banger. Yeah. Um, you've got Rams, you've got buffs, you've got abs, you've got nugs. Um, it's going to be awesome. I will be in Boulder, but you know, I'm sure it'll be uh, packed here. Everyone hanging out. So 
come down and uh and enjoy and have uh you know a happy ending burger <laughs> and if if you're looking for a happy ending at some point oh god check out our friends over at manscaped oh, I want to, read. to make sure that you are oh. all cleaned up and you don't want any nicks or cuts hmm. when you're enjoying yourself and someone else if you if you are doing that you're doing what now <laughs> <laughs> you're just having a good time a happy ending and you want to make sure that you're all cleaned up and the lawnmower 4.0 is the best thing to get you cleaned up and boy you will be happy that you ended your grooming experience with the lawnmower 4.0 because guys it's the best thing out there wireless charging waterproof of course it comes with that advanced skin safe technology and there's so many other products you need to check out over at manscaped including the weed whacker which comes in the performance package and that weed whacker helps Get all of the other hairs that you can't get in your nose, in your ears, everywhere. It helps to get rid of those as well. So make sure to check out all the razors they have over at uh, manscaped.com, including all of the products that they have for your body, uh, ball deodorant, ball toner. You even got some body wash. So make sure to check everything they have out going on. And make sure you use the code DNVR over at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping. You know, I think the people will be disappointed that that I didn't do the manscape for you. Mm, oh. You saying I did a bad job? No, I just think that I break character a little more. Mm. On that. I was going to do the football one. I love the I love the football read. Wow. Well, you I, can... I think they're very well written, funny reads. They like, are. They are. They're full of puns. It's like uh, each manscaped read is an ad version of ACDC's big balls. Wow. Which is appropriate mm. for Manscaped, right? Can I give you the um, like weekend homework assignment of coming up with your own clever uh, yeah. Manscaped read? Uh, yeah. You Maybe can read it all next week. <laughs> coming off of being in Texas, everything. Don't give it away bigger. now. Don't give it away Well, no, now. I'm just kind of I'm starting to brainstorm. Yeah, here. let them, let that flow. <laughs> I mean, I've got, you know, I'll, I'll be sitting there having some brisket tacos, and maybe I'm going to have an idea come to me. Where's, uh, where's the brisket tacos at? Uh, Mia's. Okay. It's in Dallas. It was there's a football history to Mia's, by the way, because it was Tom Landry's favorite restaurant for many, many years. Now he's got Landry's, right? Well, no, that's different Landry. <laughs> oh, okay, but but that's a Landry in Houston, not a Landry in Dallas. Gotcha, gotcha. But you remember the famous picture of Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson having dinner that basically broke the story that Jimmy was going to take over the Cowboys and they were going to fire Tom Landry. Yeah. It was in that restaurant. In his favorite restaurant. Yes. Wow. Dang. And like what it, and so what it was was the reason it got out there. You know who Ivan Mizell is, longtime college football reporter. Yes. He was working for I believe the Dallas Morning News, and he was having dinner with his he was a girlfriend, and saw them eating dinner and like basically like cheating Jimmy, in plain sight. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Johnson's <laughs> like, what are you doing here? He's like, no, what are you doing here? And so he goes to a payphone back in the day, calls the desk, <laughs> says, you need to get a photog down here right away. Oh, my photog God. Photog comes. And, of course, you know how Jerry likes the attention, right? Let's him take a few shots and then says, okay, you're done. Photog nervously goes, make, you know, has to make sure that everything's in focus. It is. And there's your front page the next morning. How about that? And what was the story? The story was that Landry's out. So they had they had confirmed the rest of the, the story. Not basically, it's like oh, right. two that guys. That go Gary to Jones has bought the team, and he's going to replace Tom Landry. Wow! So and then anyway. of course Landry created the Landrys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. Yes, as as all uh, and former NFL people do. Right. He didn't. We know Dong Shula created Dong Shula Steakhouse. Yes. Anyway, so 
I'm not sure if you can get Breckenridge Brews at Dong Shula Steakhouse. I bet you can. I'm not sure if you can you get them at Landry's. Probably. Okay. <laughs> well, you know where else you can get them is right here at the DMVR Bar. Sure of course, can. you can get the full array of Breck Brews here at the DMVR Bar and those good company hard seltzers. You can also get those down at the Farmhouse, which is their restaurant down in Littleton. It's right off Santa Fe. All the Breck Brews on tap. By the way, do we have Christmas ale in yet here? Not on tap, but it's you can, but it's around. It's around. So you, if you order a Christmas ale at the DMVR bar, you will get it. Not yet. Oh, well, I know. I didn't know if we had bottles on tap. Oh, oh, that's no. what I was talking about. I see. I see. Okay, so maybe we, we have almost the full array, but soon we'll have Christmas ale, right? I would hope so. Okay, yes, because it's November. We're past Halloween. We can move on to Christmas now. You can also get Christmas ale all over the place. You can see the the the, the kegs that you've got all at King Supers and throughout the market. If you want to find out where you can get some of those delicious Breckenridge brews, including Christmas sale, go to their website, go on the Breck Beer Locator, and odds are you're going to find you're probably not too far from getting from someplace you can get some of those Breck brews. And I saw, I mean, I saw a Christmas sale all over the country last year, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's everywhere. Yep. So, yep. It's probably the best Christmas-themed beer. All right, uh, real quick. First of all, if you're watching us on Twitter, you should flip over to YouTube. Much better product. When you get to YouTube, hit us with a thumbs up. We always appreciate that. Uh, and also, we've got a quick super chat to hit, which is something you can only do on YouTube. Mm. Coming in from Alex. Go Jackets? Miles blue Jackets. Oh, yes. Mm, it's our yes. guy, Alex. Yes. Mm. Go Blue Jackets. Hell of a game. The Avs had it, lost it, yeah. got it back, lost it again. Yep. Yep. Fun, fun to watch. Yeah, it was it was a really fun game, and yet you got the best of us. Yep, absolutely did. But I had a good time. I bet you did. So that's, that's very that important. <laughs> Didn't finish with the happy ending, but otherwise it was a good time. Nope. I also had bet the Avs on DraftKings Sportsbook mm. when they were plus 1,400 to win the game. Wow. So, did you ever cash out? No. Oh, no. man. It was... That's uh, incredible it got that that high. Right. It was right after they went up 4-2. There's yep. like 15 minutes left in the game. I was yep. like, that's enough time. What's it at? So at plus 1,400, I was like, ooh. You can't pass up that value. Took it. And then I had an offer, you know, like deal or no deal status. Um, the banker called me. <laughs> I had an <laughs> offer for... Seven times my original bet, which was half yeah. of what obviously would have been fourteen X. Was it tied know. then? It was going into overtime. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to ride it out. No, mm-hmm. no. Oh, next time you'll hit. I, I'm just I think I'm just not a buyout guy. Like That's I make right. those bets for the thrill of potentially winning all of that money, not half of Except it. Except for Jokic last year. That was I think that was what broke me. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. That's fair. That's yep. fair. And let's see if our AFC West picks will break you. Let's go around the AFC West. And before we do, let's check out our standings, where we sit right now. I can't believe I didn't fade the Chargers last week. Yeah, you should. I definitely thought mm. you did, but no, you did not. Mm-hmm. I was scared. Mace, still in first. <laughs> and because you didn't fade the Chargers, Ryan, thank you. It allowed me to pick up a game on you last week. So, Mace... Ryan, dance with the ones Mace. that brought you, no. folks. My whole career is just the tales of fading the Chargers. Well, let's see if you follow that. Let's dive right into that game. Chargers coming off two straight losses, going into Philadelphia, where they're coming off a huge win against the Lions. Who do you have, the Chargers or the Eagles? Your Eagles, by the way. This is a a, a surprising spread. Also, by the way, not confirmed yet, but just keep an eye on this. 
Remember when the when the Chargers fired Anthony Lynn? I said this is a really bad idea because you're going to have to change the offense. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to change the quarterbacks coach. And now the same uh, guy who had Matt Stafford throwing short check down passes over and over and over again has Justin Herbert, who's like one of the best vertical threat quarterbacks in the NFL, throwing short passes. His A dot is lower than Jimmy Garoppolo's right now. And I totally know what Jeez, that is. It's him. <laughs> <laughs> Average depth of target. Average depth of target. Where's I've never Teddy heard Rank that called A dot before. Where's Teddy Rank on A dot, by the way? Not towards the top. Yeah. But is he above Justin Herbert? Uh, right now, yes. Justin Herbert's in the bottom four. What Yikes. are this is this is what <laughs> I was this is what I warned them against. <laughs> yeah. Tried to warn them. Uh, and then they just made so like Brandon Staley, not perfect. <laughs> exactly. Um So you're going against that A dot? God, I want you to. You said so fade bad. the charges, they're playing your Eagles on the road? I know, but like it's a straight up pick. It's I mean you're sprint. you're breaking your own mm. rules right now. You know what? Fine. Yeah. Give me Yeah, let's give me go, the, baby. Give me the Eagles. Mm-hmm. You let's can talk go. me into it. Mace, you going uh, Eagles as well? Please, no. Please. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I mean, even I mean, look, I'm not putting too much in Philadelphia beating Detroit the way they did because Detroit, I mean, Detroit seems to alternate between competitive and horrible. Mm-hmm. And last week they were horrible. I will say the Eagles have learned that they can run the ball. Yes. And it's changed their offense a lot. Speaking of insanely bad play calling for the first half <laughs> yes. of the season. Was that yeah. Sirianni on the sticks? I don't know. Was it? It know. is it Sirianni is, on the sticks, calling, but he yeah. is a first-time play caller. Yeah, he was. You could tell. Yeah. <laughs> what if I told you? No, he's you not a first-time yeah. play. Isn't he an offensive guy? Yeah, yeah but, but uh, Frank Wright called the plays a, in Indianapolis. He was hired as a running back. Well, that's coach. pretty crazy to yeah. not be a play caller and get hired to be a head coach and, and then, then call, call the plays. The plays? Yeah. Something well, doesn't add up. Andy Reid did that. Wow. Well, he was a QB coach in Green Bay, and wow. then he went to that's, Philadelphia. That's and maybe crazy. that's part of Philly's logic. Like, hey, we hired a guy who didn't call plays back in 99. Look how it turned out for us. <laughs> so they, they, Jeff, Lur- Jeff Lurie trusts his of. instincts. Jalen Hurts, by the way, including rushing touchdowns, 15 touchdowns accounted for in four picks. Yeah. I try to tell people he's better he's than not, they think. He's not yep. bad. Yeah. I mean, I wish he was a little more accurate, but he's not bad. Right. He's got that thing, though, that I've been talking about for a couple of years now and, and when we talk about draft prospects, which is if you're athletic enough, mm-hmm. you can hang around long enough to learn how to play right. in the NFL. That right. was that, It's funny because that was the argument I was making yesterday to, uh, to Zach Seegers of Mile High Sports as for why I'd be more likely to go with a Malik Willis instead of a Carson Strong mm. because Strong brings no – Running threat. No, but his arm is his so arm is so good. <laughs> but you, but it's easier for defenses to yes, deal with totally. a, to deal with a one threat quarterback, even if it's a gun. Whereas if you have a dual threat quarterback, they can lean on their legs while they learn how to be a passer. Totally. If you scheme right, he he. Yeah. To, but to me, he looks like college Matt Stafford, just throwing lasers love. around. Yeah. I um, do love it. But I also love Malik Willis. I'm right. I'm so mm-hmm. excited for that game. I just found out about this game yesterday. We get Malik Willis versus Matt Corral this weekend. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Uh, you get a d- double scouting. Are we gonna put exactly. that? We should put that on the DMVR bar. I'm sure. Given right. the interesting quarterbacks, well, around. it depends. It probably yeah. overlaps with that CSU game. Right. Right, one television. Yeah, we can. Yeah, put it on one, one TV. Sure, yeah. At least. I mean, I wish I was here to watch it. So. Oh man, 
Gotta have to figure what, out. What time? By the way, what time is that game? Is I'm just guessing it's at one. Hopefully, it's at eleven. That would be awesome. A 10, 10 a.m. game. Yeah. All right. You, you you get that for us, Mace. All right. So okay. I'm going Chargers as well, guys. Let's go to this next game. Raiders going in to New York to play the Giants. Everything going on with the Raiders. How do you view this game? Um, I think the Raiders are about to just fall apart. Mm. Um, they you know they were already I think playing above what i thought they were um now they have a, a wide receiver room uh you know with basically three guys there um they're not gonna be able to take the top off anymore so i think they're ready to fall apart and i think actually the giants are a little bit better than people mm -hmm. give them credit for I agree. um so yeah give me the giants i i can't believe what I'm I'm picking the Eagles and the Giants. I'm, this is you are crazy. Yeah. You are crazy. Dangerous. On Monday you're gonna say, "What the heck was I doing, Mace?" I feel the same way. I think there's this is the point I think where the distractions catch up to them. Now look, I'll I'll pick the Giants, but I'll say this: if the Raiders win this game going cross country, having all this going on, and they still get it done. I would be surprised if they don't win the division if they win this game. Wow. Because then the reason being, if they can function with right, every right. distraction thrown at them, then this team and even Basakia, the coach, are it will, will prove they're seriously cut from some from, from some strong emotional timber. I mean, the, the, I, look, I could see the team rallying around Derek Carr. And, and what he said, I mean, I, he, he's, did you hear his kind of watch his nope. press conference? I mean, as far as not, you know, conveying sympathy and empathy for the family of, of, of the motorist who was tragically killed, kind of touching all the, I, I thought he nailed it. He pretty much always does. Yeah, he, he, he he's, he's really, and that's why I'm sticking with the Raiders here is because they still have Derek Carr. And if Derek Carr keeps doing what he's mm -hmm. doing, they make the playoffs. I'm not going to be as bold and say they win the division because I do think things fall apart a little bit with them. But I do think mm -hmm. that uh, that that the Raiders win this game, guys. And thanks for letting me be the only one to pick the Raiders. I yeah. love it. Yeah, they're, I just think they're on a train to nowhere fast. Fair, yeah. fair. And I, I can see why you would guess but that. this game might be the one that kind of determines what path Which they go direction on the they're rest, going. Uh, the and then the we were robbed because of Aaron Rodgers. We were robbed of a great game. Packers mm -hmm. going in to the to the Kansas City. Packers were underdogs in this game. Boy, did that feel like a great place to get a little upset. But now it's Jordan Love. Mm -hmm. Are you guys picking Jordan Love? I might. You might. Do it. Is Devontae Adams back? I am I haven't yes. heard anything about him, yeah, so I would think yes. Yeah. Kale's a big Devontae Adams guy. Huge Devonte. Trusting yeah. Kale is my yeah. exclusive Devonte mm -hmm. Adams source. Um, yeah, give me the give me well, the Packers. Woo! He's on my wow, fantasy team. Spicy. So I love it. I love it. Mace, one of these has to be right. Mace, you want to be as bold? You know what? There's a there's a history of first time quarterbacks when there's no film on them surprising people, but. Arrowheads have a really tough place to have to go for your first start. You're gonna, if this were in Lambeau, I'd pick the Packers. I think that this is the Jordan Love coming out game. Mm, man, would that be huge for the Packers and for teams wanting Aaron Rodgers? Otherwise year. known as the Brian Gutekunst thrill down his leg game. Yes, or the um, Matt Flynn 2.0 Packers ah, game. It could be. Oh. Very well could be. But the difference is the Packers would be keeping that ver today's Matt Flynn as right. it were. Right, right. In you that, would think. Yes. So, Mace, 
I'm going Chiefs. Going with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs as well. The Chiefs are just not that good. But they're playing a backup quarterback. Patrick Mahomes will beat a backup quarterback. He's got like a year and a half under his belt now, Mm. learning behind Aaron Rodgers. There's a reason they were begging Aaron to come back this (laughs) offseason. Going up against (laughs) the worst defense around almost with somehow the AFC Defensive Rookie of the Month. I mean, how long does it take a quarterback to learn, throw it Daniel Sorensen 30 times and you'll win? Ooh, I'm I'm here for all (laughs) the Daniel Sorensen slander. Let's go. Man, I'm going to pick up three games on you this week, RK. It's possible. I love it. it. The good thing is this doesn't count for anything. Mm. Um, (laughs) We need to change that. We should. Uh, Okay, let's... uh, so wait, can we just look at the uh, the graphic there one last time? The picks again. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'll be covering the game Sunday because I tested negative. Good job. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Well, and guys, you can get in on all of this action over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this incredible offer. If you bet on any of these games or any NFL game, you can even do tonight's game. You betting Mike White or not? Mike, wait. You betting on him? No. Yeah, that was way too long. But pause. Have any confidence? Carson in him. Thursday night. Carson. That's the best Carson. Yeah, yeah. I'm. That's I'm what taking they said Carson back in well. the Tonight Show days. Mm, mm. Yes. So I'm. I would be rolling with the the Colts, and if they win. And you bet five dollars on that game, you get two hundred dollars in free bets when you, which you can use tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. And man, that's a great way to start building your account. So check them out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You can even get a same game parlay in tonight if you want. There are so many great things over at DraftKings Sportsbook. But you must be twenty-one or older. Call their auto only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 4700 Also, got to tell you about the old snooze flip mattress. Mm. This thing is incredible. Like I said, they call it the snooze because you'll just want to keep hammering that snooze button. You'll never want to get out of this bed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I can't say enough good things about this mattress. I've never slept so well in my life. Um, And I can't believe I went this long without having a legit mattress. This thing. I really am. This thing is the epitome of legit. And you can choose soft, you can choose firm, you can choose warm, you can choose cool, and you can combine any of those combinations together to create the perfect mattress for you. And if you use the code DNVR, you can save 500 bucks off a queen with an adjustable base, or you can save $1,000 off a king with an adjustable base. I'm telling you guys, you got to get this thing. It is top of the line. It really Mm -hmm. is a four-in-one mattress. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Four in one mattress. And once you've had a good night's sleep, you're going to maybe want to watch something, maybe go, come on out and, uh, and watch a free sporting event. And that, believe it or not, that's the price to get in to watch the rugby team that is rebranded at Infinity Park. They were the they were the Colorado Raptors. Now they are the uh, they were, you know, a national team. Now they are the American Raptors playing in Infinity Park. They're continuing to train crossover athletes athletes who come from other sports like football basketball track soccer etc and they're getting ready to play rugby they finished their first season at five and five which isn't bad for a bunch of athletes coming together for the first time and playing rugby and you like i said you want to go watch a game 
It's free. You heard that right, free. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. And if you can't make the games, AmericanRaptors.com will stream all of them from their website. Check it out. And if you can't catch the games in person or streaming, our guy Colton Strickler has it all covered with the weekly DNVR Rugby Podcast. Hit that subscribe button. You can follow him and our DNVR Rugby account to keep up with the latest news. You can learn about rugby through Colton's Rugby 101 Podcast. Get to know rugby. Even get betting advice on rugby as things kick up around the world. There's always rugby going on somewhere that you can bet on. So check all things, all those things out. Check out the American Raptors and check out DNVR Rugby. All right, guys, let's jump into the comment section. First one coming in from Jock says, Von Miller-Ewing theory will happen. Teddy is fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Judy is fully healthy. Chubb will be back after the bye. Playoffs, we are coming. Hey, I love it. I love <laughs> this. You know, this is essentially Friday on this show. Yep. We can go for some Friday vibes. Um, and... What's crazy is it's not the most likely scenario, but if the Broncos win this game, the feelings about them will do a one, a 180. Yep. Yep. 100% 180 is what I was going to say, which is confusing because 180 is half of a full rotation. So it's 100% of half, but yeah. but, it's, but it's the full half rotation. The full half rotation. You're not, you're not going about 120. Right, exactly. You're going all the way to 180. And it would be that spin for the next three weeks at least because you got to think they beat the Eagles at home if they beat the Cowboys. And then you're on a bye. Mm-hmm. So, man, good vibes. Let's keep those good vibes rolling. If really? that happened, then all of a sudden all we were talking about about the apathy going into the Washington game, it would be completely different when they played the Chargers. Yep. If that happened, if they beat the Cowboys and the Eagles – Despite all the negativity for that Charger game, this town will be popping. I think if they beat the Cowboys, the Eagles game will be popping. I think so too. Yep. Yep. Because yep. like it'll, it'll be a belief because mm-hmm. that game, then you're two games above 500. Right. And yep. it's just crazy. Really quick, we have a super sticker to hit. Super stickers are my favorite thing. Mm. All right. Sheba Dog writing with a brush, writing number one on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Sheba Dog with hey. a brush. Shout out to Dogecoin and Shiba Inu. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Mile high till I die says, my boys, here's a little historical perspective I've been thinking about over lately. Over a 40-year period from 1976 to 2016, the Broncos only had six losing seasons. I'm not sure where that ranks among other franchises or over a 40-year span, but that has to be among the best. However, if we lose... Was the best, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, if we lose this season, it'll be five losing seasons in a row. We'll have lost nearly as much in five years as the Broncos lost in 40. I think Broncos country is so upset because we really have no idea what it means to be a losing franchise. We have it damn good for so long and now we don't know how to deal with failure. The future of the Broncos now rests entirely on the shoulders of George Payton. If he can secure a franchise quarterback in the draft or in a trade and build the quality coaching staff around that quarterback then George Payton will be a hero in Denver for leading us out of the darkness and into a new dynasty of Broncos success. If he can't his name will be forgotten in time as the Broncos descend into football purgatory and perpetual rebuilds. The fate of the Broncos is in your hands, Mr. Payton. Don't mess it up. Um, so it's funny. We did a TDSP yesterday, which I highly recommend you guys listen yes. to, in which we talked about rebuilding and rebuilding around Denver and what it means and what constitutes a successful rebuild. And, and while George Payton holds a lot of power in this, you know what? I came away feeling like the most important ingredient of a rebuild is owner luck. Yeah. Quarter, I yeah. was going to say luck hitting on the quarterback. <laughs> right. Well, and we were talking about all teams, right. but like you can give Tim Connolly all the credit in the world you want for rebuilding the nuggets. He also just 
for the most part, lucked into Nikola Jokic, who's the best player in basketball. And how did, how, best, did he, yes. how did he luck into him? Well, he passed on him in the first round. If he thought right. he was going to be that good, he wouldn't have done that. Right. That's you could argue I mean. he's the greatest second-round pick in the history of the sport. Yeah, right. and I think the arg- any argument against him would be pretty weak yes. at this point. Um, so th- there's luck involved there. You know, Obviously, you have to put in the work of knowing that you like Nikola Jokic, but you didn't think like, oh, centerpiece of the franchise for the, re- you know, for the rest of his career. I mean, right. people, the thing is, I think human nature, we want to kind of always feel like we have the illusion of control, right? Yep. And so I feel, I, I sometimes think that we have trouble as humans accepting that so much is just due to random chance and luck. You know, even like the Broncos and the, te- and the great teams they've built over the years. Well, one of the key elements, think about key elements of the Super Bowl 50 team. You know, you've- Chris Harris Jr., that's a lottery ticket. Yes. Right. C.J. Anderson scores a touchdown in the Super Bowl. It's a lottery ticket. He's an undrafted guy. How about, you, got, you know. In the, in the 90s, Rod Smith was undrafted. Tom Nalen was a seventh-round pick. Getting Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. I Tom mean, Brady's luck. But we, yes. I mean. Heck, even Patrick Mahomes, who falls all the way to 10, right? Yes. That's lucky. I, I think it is. as a Braves fan this week, with them winning the World Series, it's a reminder of luck because they, they made the playoffs 16 straight times without winning a World Series before they finally broke through again. All of those 16 teams over the course of a year were better than the one that won the World Series. This one... Got luck, got a bunch of deadline deals. Basically, it was like you hit on 18 four straight times and got blackjack every time. And then, you know, you had, you know, Dodgers had some injuries on their staff. Astros were had an inju- had injuries on their staff. Luck, it matters. It, and, yeah. and, and like 2018 draft, you had Baker Mayfield, you had Josh Allen, you had Josh Rosen, Lamar, J- Lamar Jackson, Sam Darnold. Mayfield looks like a a good quarterback. Allen and Jackson are clearly great quarterbacks and Darnold and Rosen, not so much. It's luck. It really, it, like it, it really is luck right. involved with it. And, and, it, it, and it, it's not all luck. It's a mixture of your scouting ability, mm. you know, you finding who you like and then being lucky that one, they fall to you because yeah, the Broncos loved Baker Mayfield in that draft, mm. but he went number one. You know, I loved Kyler Murray in that draft. The Broncos had no chance at him because he went number one. Um, so, you know, you're, you need a little bit of luck for that guy to fall to you. You need a little bit of luck for that guy to end up the guy that you think he can be. It's, right. So, you know, that's that was just something I came up with. Yeah. You know, Kale McCarr falls to number four in that draft. The, the Avs actually get mm-hmm. unlucky because they should have had the number one overall pick. They right. don't get it. That right. actually ends up being a lucky thing because right. I, Kale McCarr, probably the best player in that draft. Exactly. Exactly. It's, so hopefully the Broncos have some luck on their side. Yep. Next of course, one you from, could argue. I mean, they, they, they had luck because they were able to get Peyton Manning at the right time. Everything kind of came together for that to happen. It's definitely lucky. It, yep. it is. Yep. I mean, and. Peyton and gets injured. Bill Belichick that allows is, them to get luck. Bill Belichick is regarded as the greatest coach of all time by many because Tom Brady was a sixth round pick. Because he's lucky. That's luck that it worked out. Totally. Next one's from Bronco two one six. Hey guys, before the season started, there were thoughts that if the Broncos had gotten Aaron Rodgers, they would have been Super Bowl contenders. After seeing this team play and coach up to now, do you believe that to be true? What do you think is their their record would be up to this point? Thanks guys. Have a good day. So, I think their record would be really good. Seven um, and one. At, Somewhere around there, I also think that Vic Fangio's coaching and time management 
transgressions would have been brought to the forefront and they would have lost a game or two because of that and people would be losing their minds about Vic Fangio. Right <laughs> I think it's 7-1 and one or 6-2, and two, people would be okay. I think they would, but I'm just saying like a lot of people would be saying this is going to come back to bite you. You got to get this guy out of here. Yeah, potentially, potentially, and uh, obviously Von Miller's still on this team, mm-hmm. and the team is in is in a different spot. That's for sure. Uh, maybe they lose to the Ravens. That's the one I was thinking they would lose. But like Aaron, like the Cleveland game when you were down inside linebackers, Aaron Rodgers would have willed that team to a win in Cleveland. Right. I think Here. yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers pretty much wills his teams to win mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, even against the undefeated Cardinals. Next one coming in from Kendall Hinton, Hall of Famer. Just to respond a bit, if Peyton doesn't approve on what's happening on this coaching staff, he's at the very least affirming that he isn't willing to try to change it. But we're spitting hairs, or we're splitting hairs in words. The fact of the matter is, he could force coaches out. He could force Drew to start. He could have t- traded Teddy. He could have Donatel assumed defensive play calling. And I and I'm sure there's dozens of other things he could do to address. Uh, what's basically a crisis among the fan base. Even if some of those decisions don't result in more wins, it's more important how we play, how we're coached, and how fans feel while this franchise is putting up losing seasons like it hasn't in almost a century. What the fr- what? He's the freaking GM after all. He is will- He's doing very little to stop the product that Fangio is putting on the field and calling football. Every day, Peyton could as- address this situation and do more to try to fix it and doesn't affirm what's being put on the field. And this coaching is what he wants to put out there on Sunday. He's the GM. Just like you guys say, Fangio is responsible for McMahon because he hasn't fired him. Peyton is responsible for the coaches on what, they- what happens on Sunday. He didn't hire these coaches, but he's doubled down publicly on them. It's very convenient for him to have these excuses like why'd we fire Vic now no great coaches out there but we don't know that whenever other options we end up with uh, wouldn't be better and it's really hard to see any argument it could get worse just looking at the games we've played and again firing Fangio isn't the only thing Peyton can do he's a GM he's avoiding doing one of the dozens of other things he can be and we need to be clear that he's accountable for what he does and what he's chosen not to do so the part that I disagree with you most there is saying like um that there's like a move that could be made now at head coach. If you fire Vic now, you're just using an interim head coach the rest of the season. So you could say it can't get worse, but you basically have the exact same coaching staff and one less person. So, you know, look around. I don't know. I don't know what you do for work, uh, Kendall Hinton Hall of Famer, but if you look around at, you know, some of your underperforming divisions and think to yourself, could I make that division better by taking someone away from it? you're probably going to be wrong. So to me, yes, are there little things that a new coach could change? And, and, you know, we're thinking maybe Zach Azani, right? Or something along those lines where you say like, okay, we're going to bring this young guy up. He's going to be the head coach. Sure, little changes can be made. But on the whole, you're working with the same coaching staff and one less person, meaning everyone else has to do more work and get less done on what they're doing right now. I'm, I understand what you're saying. I would just say wait till the end of the season and see what happens because I don't think that that uh, George Payton is necessarily saying I approve of this and he, I don't I don't put any stock into him quote unquote doubling down publicly. I think he just knows that his hands are mostly tied uh, as to the type of move he can make right now. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's a good point. Unless you decide to do what the Chargers did in '78, which was bringing Don Coriel off the street. But 1978. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you literally can't do that anymore because you have to go through the Rooney rule. Yep. 
Yep, and now yeah. the Rooney Rule is getting more intense. Now, however, so you couldn't you bring can, in Mike Shanahan, for example. You can start interviewing people two weeks left in the season, so we'll see if they make a move then mm. to get their foot in the door right away. I'd love to candidates. see that. We'll, we'll love see. to see that. Yeah, Melbourne Bronco says, Hi, guys. In your opinion, what has been the NFL's biggest boneheaded play call? Surely Seattle throwing from the one-yard line, gifted a Super Bowl to Brady. And Mace, time to pick an Aussie team rule. Let's choose the Sydney Swans. We need your mojo. Cheers. P.S. Sadly, this week's game will get ugly. Cowboys 34. Broncos seven. Aren't we Brisbane Broncos guys? Uh, of course we are. I thought Brisbane Broncos were rugby. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Brisbane Broncos are rug- rugby. Okay, all right, all right. Australian was well, that's tough. I mean, I, I haven't really picked a side. I know this is crazy. Someone will talk me out of it. I think there's a there, that the Port Adelaide Power have a really cool tradition of everyone singing along to In Excesses Never Tear Us Apart. I kind of like them. Wow, okay. There all right. Go. Sorry, uh, sorry about the uh, swans. Is that who they were? I think so, yeah. Look, I can be sold on other traditions, so everyone who's an AFL fan down there hit me up. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. Kale, if you wouldn't mind uh, zooming us in a little bit now that we've lost Mace. Mace, we'll uh, appreciate your coverage. Going to hear from Pat Shermer today. Everyone's favorite. And Tom really? McMahon. Right? Tomorrow. No, Tom, oh. Tom's, yeah, Tom's getting, tomorrow. I always get so excited yeah. and I forget. Things are going well for Tom McMahon right now. They, they certainly are. are. They certainly it's, are. It's always nice when everyone else doesn't do their jobs well. So <laughs> people can't notice you not doing your jobs well. Quite Dan, as well. Dan Burke says, hey guys, how much stock do y'all put into Peyton being calculated with his public words and actions to not defer, uh, to not deter, uh, deter a future quarterback or coach from considering Denver an option in the offseason? For example, saying the Broncos are approaching a rebuild would de- would deter a guy like Rodgers or Will. Wilson from considering the Broncos an option and throwing Vic under the bus would deter a coach from wanting to work with George Payton. What do y'all think? Uh, I think it matters. I think it does. Now, I think he's just more doing like for lack of a better. He's just giving you coach speak. Mm -hmm. Um, But coach speak is, you know, a little bit with that type of stuff in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Little things like if he throws Vic Fangio under the bus in that situation, the next coach is watching that saying, man, if I go there, he, he's not going to hold back. He's just going to throw me under the bus. So, you know, it's kind of why one of the reasons why Vic Fangio has lost a lot of people. Right. Because he's, he's willing to throw people yeah. under the bus. I, I don't think George Payton's thinking about it in terms of, I want to impress my quarterback next year, my future head coaches. He's just doing what, honestly, a good leader should do. Right. Yeah. And just, I mean,. Basically, when you go up to the podium, your job is just to spew BS. And right. He did a great job. <laughs> yep. Lionel Hutt's attorney of losses. Gentlemen, if you had to rank this team compared to the teams of previous four years, where did they end up? If you had to rank this team compared to the teams of the previous four years, where would they end up? I mean... The past four years, they're all bad. This... So you, there was one seven-win season in there, right? Yep. That was Joe Flacco and Drew Locke. Yep. Um, of course, Drew Locke responsible for four of those seven yep last year's a mess um i mean the 2016 team's the best because they went nine and seven but among but all of the losing four seasons, years this is previous four right, years yeah. right but among the all the losing seasons right now the broncos aren't losing they're probably the best if not this yeah i mean they're probably the best one tied with that 2018 team right yeah right, right now at least or the 2019 team yep yep boy 
Fun one there. <laughs> Mile High Buckeye. Alex, he says, my boys, everyone seems to be talking about firing coaches playing Drew or Teddy and whatever else. I'm not arguing any of that because I do think the whole coaching staff needs to go. But what everyone seems to overlook is the overall offensive scheme and play calling. We have ran an outdated offense from under center since 2016. We have tried and failed to plug different quarterbacks, offensive coordinators, head coaches into the same system. 10 to 17 points per game and winning with defense doesn't work anymore. I would like to see a coach coaching staff come in and either run an offense from the shotgun or a dual threat off offense option like the Baltimore Ravens run. What's everyone's take on this? Cheers, boys. Alex, well, Alex, you're 100% right. And, and when we talk about the offensive coordinator, that's what we're talking about. We're not just talking about play calling. We're talking about this. And John Elway wanted this offense. That's why... Uh, yeah, Vic Fangio wanted this offense. John Elway wanted the West Coast. Yeah, but he's saying this is this is the the results, the type of offense they've been playing right, since, and this obviously since has 2016. West Coast roots, in right? It. Exactly, and so uh, that's a John Elway thing for the most part. So I would expect that to I would expect it to change, uh, Ryan, and and I would expect it to change in a big way when they hire a new coach. Yeah, I I hope so. Like, I'm so sick of defensive minded teams and. Um, boring offense and i'm also affected by this on saturdays mm, um yeah that like i just like just give me the air raid for everyone air yep. raid for everyone yeah you know uh find someone like I, I don't even care who it is uh just find someone to run the air raid and i i realize i'm being dramatic here except not really with the buff so i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> in on that um i mean you got to right? but in the just Pac 12 if the broncos next year um had the same exact record as they end up with this year which you know what we'll say is you know eight and nine um but they averaged 30 points a game i would be with bad defense it would be so much better yes the 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 stadium would be full totally yep because you go into the worst feeling is when you look up at the scoreboard they're down three scores and you just say like there's no chance no chance you turn it off and it's on to the next week right if you can score 30 points yep you say like, hey, let's you know maybe we get lucky, we knock a couple passes down at the line, get a stop, and uh, then go score this thing. Now, trust me, I've been also in the world where the defense can't stop anybody. That also sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not My saying Madden it's some team. great thing, yeah. um, especially when it's like the running game, like we saw against the yeah. Browns, when you just can't stop a soul. Yeah, that also sucks, but not it doesn't suck as much. It's very true. As long as you have offense. (laughs) Yep. And last one, Ryan, coming in from True Champ Fan 24. My peoples, not much to say. A lot of meh feelings about this team moving forward. I do not see much to be excited about besides the DNVR coverage. Quick question on the merch issue. I had ordered some stuff back in September and still haven't received it. I have confirmation that the money was pulled uh, on pulled that day. Just never got a confirmation. Love y'all. Hope everyone there is doing well. Yeah, you can always reach out to us directly with stuff like this, but uh, merch at the dnvr.com is merch at the dnvr.com. They'll get you taken care of in a flash. Um, never wait so long either. Yeah. Like if you feel like something's up, just go right to them. Um, Mitch will handle you, take you, take great care of you, and uh, make sure that you you know feel great about what, your purchase. And I'm feeling great going into the weekend, Ryan, except for my score prediction. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's gonna be a good one. See Homecoming this? up in Boulder. Yeah, um, got some friends coming to town. Nice Sunday. You gonna be good, ready to go early morning Sunday? I'm, I'm always good That's and ready true. to go. That's true. You um, are. I love that the Broncos played eleven. Me too. It's the best. <laughs> me too. Um, and uh, so then you know you get that out of the way nice and yep. early and yep. you got the whole rest of the day to, to do whatever. You Man, want. it's a bummer that it's get it out of the way. <laughs> and maybe you get it out of the way with a win. It's true. Yeah. I, I, there is 
More than no part of me thinks the Broncos will win this game. More than no part. Hey, that's More a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. I am saying there's a chance. <laughs> um, it, it's all, in my opinion, going to rely on that secondary. There's a lot of guys to cover. Yep. Yep. You should be the team out of anyone. Yep. Literally out of anyone who is equipped to cover them. Hope Nate Harrison steps up like he did at the end of the game. Play Kyle Fuller, please. Whoa. Whoa. I, I, don't, I don't even think that's crazy talk. The man is getting paid... Ten million dollars this wow. year. Wow! So you're playing. You're you're putting him in for a paycheck, huh? I thought we said we don't do that here anymore, Ryan. I'm saying he has to be better than what. <laughs> like, I saw Nate Harrison one PBU. I'm sold, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> you gotta play him. You have to. This is gonna be an interesting one from Vic. Does he go with his guy, or does he go with his initial gut instinct, which wasn't to put Kyle Fuller in last week? It was to put Nate Harrison in. Kyle What's was going available. on with Kyle Fuller? Is he just over the hill? Yeah, he's just—he's old. He's done. What is he? Twenty-nine? Uh, thirty. Uh, I think he's thirty-one. Okay, okay, all right. Eh, that's closer. Kareem Jackson's thirty-three. Yeah, and he does not look over the no, hill. No, not he? at all. No, I'm shocked way. that no one wanted to oh. sign him in the offseason. No one wanted to trade for him at the deadline, or maybe they did, but it wasn't a good enough deal. You're right, Ryan. Twenty-nine. Kyle okay. Fuller's twenty-nine. Yeah. Yikes. He, there's he can't be done. I think he's done. Nice little paycheck on his way to retirement. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's nuts. He's 29. He it looks old. I do, but how? What, where, when did this happen? <laughs> I don't know. Stuff blows my mind in football how a guy can just be there one day, yep. gone the next. Yep, he was still exactly. like a functional player all of last year. I don't understand. He was going downhill, but yeah, he wasn't get benched bad you thought like bring him in put him in the Vic Fangio scheme where he was a, a all pro right yep yep two years all or, pro in 2018 I guess that was three years exactly. ago okay all right all right it's all starting <laughs> to add up now uh anyways check out our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group they're the best damn family-owned dentist group in the metro area just 15 minutes outside of downtown over there in Lakewood uh, I mentioned this the other day it's, a, it's actually a great drive Great drive over there. Mm, like get nice yep. and close to the mountains. Yep, it's beautiful. Yep. Um, and then you go in there and you get treated like family, which is what the type of business that you want to be a part of, the type of businesses we like to support. And, of course, they support us as well, supported us throughout the entirety. Uh, uh, well, I guess it's not over yet. But throughout the pandemic, they have uh, supported us. So we appreciate them so much. Uh, so if you need any dental work done, go check out our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. And of course, if you get a cleaning x-ray and exam, they'll hook you up with the free Sonicare toothbrush. That's going to wrap it up for us this week on the DNVR Broncos podcast. We will be back with you. Uh, of course, we got the tailgate before the game on Sunday. That'll go right into the game. And then uh, Zach and I uh, will be with you after the game. So we'll see you guys then.
Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.